Mick, thank you for taking the call. Obviously, with these huge, huge case numbers and a lot of concerns about COVID and the like, uh, it looks as though your decision quite a few weeks ago now is uh, maybe proved correct in terms of uh, your small race club. I think so, Andrew. It was a hard decision to make. We spoke to CRV, and they've been absolutely brilliant in in helping us out and talking to us along the way. But we were really concerned that that we could be called into a snap lockdown, uh, and there was too much at stake for us money-wise for a little once-a-year club. And it was going to be very hard on our sponsors and our patrons and and all of those people involved, and obviously a lot of work for once-a-year meet, still a lot of work. So uh, it was, yeah, it was a difficult decision, but Hindsight now says it's been a, the right decision to take. So, again, uh, given we broadcast right across the state, it's good to catch up with all of these race clubs and, and mention the rationale behind decisions because there are clubs like yours that might be racing in the future and others that have already raced. You'll know that Matoa are having their cup meeting but no one on track. Um, so explain what happens at your committee meeting in your township and your liaison with CRV about the decision because I, I spoke, for example, uh, the other week to the Oyen Harness Racing Club and they, it's a different code, but they knew there was no one there for their cup, but they just wanted people to see how beautiful the track was, any vision on Trot's vision. And some of the, the committees say they work so hard they at least want to put out a race meeting. You're one of the clubs that thought you don't want anything full stop. Just explain the rationale to our listeners. Pretty, pretty much there's, there's no money, obviously for a club like us unless we have, have people on board, unless we have a crowd. So our income is based around that crowd. So that, that's one of the decisions. And we're all unanimous in our thinking that, that no crowd, no race. So we were quite happy with that. CRV backed us in on that. Uh, and we actually did put it to CRV that if they wished, uh, Gumbia could race at, at Echuca. It may have been a possibility if they wanted us to do it, or RV mainly made that decision. Um, but they decided that no, if we, if we didn't race, we, uh, we wouldn't race without a crowd at all. And, and we were happy to go down that road because it would have been a half-baked day. We would have had, and I'm not knocking anyone if they have taken that road, but for us it wasn't an option. We, we would have had uh, X amount of people there, maybe at best. Uh, we would have had seating for every person. There would have been must. And on a day like ours, which is just a big festive sort of a day, uh, you want people enjoying themselves. You don't want someone looking out the shoulder saying, hey, you can't do this and you can't do that. So we decided early that, look, if we couldn't have a crowd, we'd rather not race. And the committee was saying it's so much work to put together because we're all voluntary uh, that they weren't keen to do it and not have a crowd there. So that was a fair portion of the, of the thinking that made our final decision, Andrew. So, Mick, we know that country people are resilient and we've learned to be that way in Melbourne. Uh, volunteers like yourselves at clubs that work all year just for one meeting. You're not racing this weekend. You didn't have a meeting last year, for those that didn't recall. There was no cup last year. I think the year before, your cup was moved to a Achuca at the last minute. So you effectively have had three years of no one being there for your cup if it's been raced at all. That's... Uh, that's a long, long time in terms of the effect of what has happened to your race club especially. It's, um, it's certainly a big drought. There's no doubt about that. And we've been faced with a little bit of adversity over the years. We've had uh, the drawn grand final. We had uh, we had a rain out where we got 36 mil on the morning. Just the drawn grand final, what killed your meeting the week after, did it? or for? Well, we- what happened was they drew on the grand final there, I think, five, six years ago, uh, St Kilda and uh, Collingwood, was it? I think I can't remember the teams now. 
But they drew and that moved their grand final at the time to our race day. So what we did, we had the big screen there. So we advertised early. I spent the day on Sunday on radio talking to, well, just people just like yourself doing interviews. Basically said, we'll, we'll race early. We'll start to race early. And the final race would coincide with the start of the grand final, which would be displayed on the big screen. Well, everything went to, you know, went beautifully. We had a massive crowd. It was a lovely day. The races all went off well, and the big screen was supposed to start displaying the grand final, and it wouldn't open. So our crowd disappeared in a matter of five minutes. Because Goodness me. Oh, it was just one of those things that was out of our control. But yeah. I was sort of I was looking for someone, Andrew, that I didn't like so I could give them the president's badge at the time. <laughs> That's what it was like, you know. And then, and then the last few years. So what have you done? Have you... Have you got rid of any ladders or black cats that are there at the track? <laughs> I think I've used them all up. I, Gosh. I think I've used it. Strangely enough, we had, um, I, I think, and I'd, I'd have to go back and check, so don't quote me. We've missed last year because of COVID, and now we're off this year because of COVID. I think we did race the year prior to that, but the one prior to that was when we had the unsafe track. Uh, it was a sinkhole in the track, and we actually moved that race meet to Echuga. They took the horses to Echuga, but... Uh, to their credit, all of our all of our sponsors and and pretty much all bar one or two marquees, uh, book marquees, stuck with us and turned up for the races. Uh, and as it was, we had just over fifteen hundred people turn up for a phantom race meet, no horses. Um, so we, we've we've been a very lucky little club. We've had some hiccups, but we've managed to grow and prosper. Um, and a lot of that's just due to the you know, likes of the, the committee I've got and the vice president I've got, and the people around town. Everybody gets on board. So do, do people get on board? I'm not sure how much it is. It wouldn't be too much, you can tell me. But given you haven't had races for people to go to, do locals there in Gunbower still chip in the handful of bucks it is to keep a membership or just to give you some revenue? What happens there? Because it's pretty hard to say you'll need your membership renewed when they haven't been to a race meeting in two years. Look, our sponsors, we, the sponsors have all sort of basically... Um, um, sort of said that they'll stay on board, and we're not charging them anything. Like we won't charge you this year. CRV have been very good to us with the help of government, state government. So they've actually put out a COVID payment to a lot of little clubs like ours uh, that will or will won't race. You know, either way. So that helps us with our rates and those sorts of things. I um, mean, our little club is is in a reasonable position financially for a once a year club. So we, you know, we've managed it. Uh, we think reasonably well over the last ten or twelve years, and. Uh, we're in good stead. You wouldn't want too many years, and we wouldn't have wanted to have gotten to the point where we were set up ready to race and then got called off and blown sixty or $70,000 in, in uncover, unrecoverable money. That was our big worry. We could possibly take that hit, but then if we had a hiccup next year, it could bowl us. And I did say to a couple of the committee uh, people at the time when we were making the decision, geez, I'm worried we could lose our identity with what's happened over the last couple of years. And one of them... And rightly so, said to me, we could lose our club, let alone our identity. And I thought, yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, you know, that was, that was a bit of a helper in making the final decision not to go ahead. Well, it's important to have your voice on the radio, as I said, uh, not out of mind, out of sight, because even though you're not racing and haven't raced for some time, just to tell people how things are going. And sounds as though it's a waste of time asking you if you'll have no trouble with the committee backing up to plan for next year. Sounds as though, as I said, they're eager, keen, they, they roll with the punches and they'll uh, back up as soon as you need them to be there months away from a next meeting. Oh, look, we're already planning. We, we've got things on the go already. We know that we've missed this year, and I think in hindsight uh, it is a good decision. It's worked out that way. 
Um, we were really worried about it. We were so close to, to things. And even as it's turned out, the further on we go, the worse it is. I think there's 1,400 cases today. So it's not really slowing down at the moment. And there's, there's events that have finished after us, have, have called off after us. So even though we're a little bit early and that was a concern, I, I'm you know, 100% sure now it was the right way to go. Uh, and the committee are glad that we've actually done it. I've had quite a few ring and said, oh, thank God we did that. We made that decision. But we can do. We've got a few few projects on the go over there. That so that next year the, the race day will be bigger and better again. Uh, and CRV, I just have to take my hat off to country racing and RV. How they've kept that industry going is phenomenal. It hasn't just happened. It's been hard work, and they've been fully supportive of clubs like ours that race once a year, forever and a day. They're user friendly. They're very good. I must say. Well, thanks for updating us on, on why you didn't race, uh, and we'll speak again down the track. Thanks for your time, Mick. All the best. No worries, Andrew. Thanks for having me on, mate.